0: This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy the show. Welcome, readers! I'm your industrious host, Dittore Bellordo, master of science and world-class paragon of leisure. As you know, we tropically discuss scientifical phenomena in matters of the Mindra, but I've recently discovered a heretofore unexplored region of the planet. England! And I would be remiss if I would not investigate this primordial land, this pocket of culture completely unadulterated by the civilized world. And so, with that in mind, it is my pleasure to present you with the first and last installment of Blastra Podcast's Rue Britannia, a series all about England. <laughs> All the way from the British Isles is Blastra Podcast fan favourite, Grant Howitt! Grant! You're fans? <laughs> Not in the sense of a human that enjoys something, but I do have <laughs> overhead fans.
1: You've printed out my face and stuck it onto your overhead fan. Yes,
0: it grafted quite well as a favourite of the fan. Hello, Dasori. Hello, Grant. It
1: is a, it is a beautiful, crisp grey day here in the Blasted Wastes of London. I'm coming to you from the front lines of the land of Bow.
0: The land of Bow? What, what does that mean, Bow? It's like the face of Bow. Yeah. No, it's not like that at all. I, that's the only uh, way spo- I know of Bow, is from Dr. No. Dr. Y. And also that it's a staff that you hit people with when you're, <laughs> when you're practicing the Martian arts.
1: Uh, it's spelled B-O-W, uh, Bow. Um, it is a place uh, where it used to be a church. And if you were born within the sound of Bow uh, you weren't you were known as a true cockney. Uh, which is those those awful-looking people who use, um, who use rhyming slang really, like, redundantly.
0: Are they, like, sort of insmith people? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, they're not
1: not like Innsmouth you've people. Con- you yeah.
0: conveyed all you need to convey with your tone, <laughs> with your bow tone. So wait, you're saying it's the land of bow, but do, are you one of these bow regards? No, I'm, I'm actually from Scotland originally, which is like England, but even more, like, Blasted. Grant, you're such a man of internationalism. Because mm-hmm. when we initially spoke, you were living in New York. I was New York. A cultural melting pot. New York. Modern-day Rome. Prior to that, you lived in Australia, mm-hmm. a land of fantasy and mist. I'm not going to try and do the accent, but Nye. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. No, I'm not entirely sure that's an Australian accent. Nye.
0: I don't... Stop it. <laughs> what? Okay, what? And carry on, carry on. Carry on. Uh, did you chuff off from Australia... To New York and then to England, but apparently mm-hmm. you came out of your mother's Yonic symbol uh, in Scotland. Yeah, very bizarre. You've been all over the place. You've been around I've been the all world. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been, I've been to most of the
1: major white countries. <laughs> <laughs> I am here today to talk to you about my, the country of my birth in 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 Britain and the United Kingdom. We are we are many nations bound into one. We have England, Scotland, Wales and like about a third of ireland well the northern bit what
0: is going what is the deal with ireland how come it not just one ireland um that's like hundreds of years of conflict did they have a civil war or was it always like war with brington
1: listen um one thing i want to quickly put down here is um i got an ungraded mark at history uh, at high school and that's that's like that's like an f but worse like so the teacher I would appreciate
0: refuses it. to even make a mark
1: yeah, like like if, if it was like they wouldn't they wouldn't say like this the, what you've what you've given us is ungradable, I cannot put a grade on this. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, look, Gramnit, as I could lie. as I managed earlier, mm-hmm. as I man- managed yeah. to say with my mouth parts and my teeth <laughs> as, as, and as my it, tongue. It's it, it dropped out of your mouth. A drop toe. What's a drop toe? No, it's saying like the words dropped out of your mouth like wet socks. I don't understand a word you're saying. Grant. Mhm. As mm-hmm. I informed the reader earlier, you are an in- indigenous person of y- this strange and mysterious land, right? Yes. So we cannot expect mm-hmm. you to understand the written word. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, and that you brought smallpox over to the United States. That's not all we brought over. <laughs> <laughs> you also brought Baby Ruth. Yep. Do you know what a Baby Ruth is, Grant? Is that, can kind of a chocolate yeah, bar? Yeah, it's a chocolate bar.
1: Okay. Is that anything to do with the baseball guy? Ah,
0: boy. You know, <laughs> I got an ungraded in sports <laughs> history. <laughs> Sports and chocolate history. (laughs) Rubertania is the name of this Bonuts episode. (laughs) Let's go nuts. So,
1: Go nuts for Bonuts,
0: yeah. Garment. Mm -hmm. First segment is called What's All This Then? What's All This Then? Thank you! (laughs) I understand you've prepared a piece of international news, which is important to the world, but not so much to the United Snakes. Have you heard of the word Brexit? <laughs> is that when you when you are uh trying to eat a loaf of something and at the same time leave a building? A sneaky brexit?
1: Brexiting has been banned in several major uh, cities across the UK.
0: What is brexit?
1: It's when you try and leave a building while eating a loaf of bread. Motherfucker. Just like you said. <laughs> I'm really sorry. No, it's when it's, it's when you eat like a like a like a Wheatabix. <gasps> like a like like a wheat based cereal, but you just sh- but you just shit it Grim, right Grim, out up, without like touching the sides. Grim,
0: shut your British mouth! You got me so excited. <laughs> I have started listening to a podcast from some Aussies mm-hmm. from the Sands Pants Radio crew, and in one episode, they were just creaming themselves about wheat bix, and I wanted Wheat-bix, I wanted to know yeah. what the kerfuffle was. They told me they didn't tell me. They were told their audience. <laughs> He totally <laughs> rang them up. We're doing a show just for me. <laughs> and they said it was made by a company called Sanitarium.
1: It is made by a company called Sanitarium, which is fucking ridiculous. It's
0: insane. And so I went on Amazon.com and I ordered myself a $30 <laughs> container Jesus. of Wheat Bix. Uh, in England, I understand it's wheat abex. Wheat which which rolls off the tongue a lot better. Wheat Well, you're closer to Italy, and so you got more vowels at your disposal. Wheatabix. Many vowels were stripped out of the Australians' tongues when you banished them to their mm. kangaroo kingdom.
1: And so now, like all they do is have they have they have the vowel o, and they stick it at the end of every single word to make slang. Bottle o, like you'd be Marco. I'm a- all right,
0: Marco. I'm not Mark Soloff. I'm Detore Balordo. Oh. I'm sorry, I thought I was speaking Uh, to your
1: roommate. How dare you? How dare you? You'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) Toro,
0: Even though my name already ends with a vowel. He he was from Liverpool, and
1: I can't do a Liverpool accent, so I can't, yeah.
0: Just do a British accent. It's all the same. It's (laughs) different. It's different. Anyway, let's go. Okay, here we go. We did not even get into the segments of this show yet. (laughs) (laughs) We're like over 30 minutes in. Okay, so, Brexit. It's not when you eat
1: bread leaving a building. It's not when you eat some Weetabix but then just shit it out without it touching the sides. It's different. Brexit is a portmanteau, which is a... I heard a woman sneeze! <laughs> you did, yeah, you did hear a woman sneeze. Now I need to say a prayer. I'll start again. Brexit is a portmanteau, um, and it's, it's short for Britain's Exit. And what this is, it's our exit from the EU. I took a brief explain what the EU is. It it's formed after World War II. It's kinda of like a sore and awful League of Nations, but not as exciting as that sounds. We are a collection of of countries in Europe who have free trade with each other and you can travel freely within each other's borders, which means like you're it's not really like going to a different country. You don't need visas to travel and visit, which is great, which I really like. Um and it like it has like lacks controls on immigration as well. But unfortunately, there has been a—I say unfortunately—depending on your on your viewpoint, Britain is having a referendum uh, to see whether or not it's going to leave the EU after um, I believe thirty odd years, forty odd years of being in it. Um, mainly because initially, David Cameron, our pig fucking prime minister, wanted to. Um, oh yeah, he he fucked a pig. Did, you, did that get over to you guys? David Cameron put his penis in a dead pig's mouth, allegedly.
0: What? Did that not
1: reach you? Okay, listen, listen, fuck Brexit. I'm going to talk about David Cameron putting his dick in a pig's mouth. So, David Cameron is our...
0: What kind of a show do you think this is, Grant? Th- My listeners are turning away in droves <laughs> at the filthy mention of a man putting his Peters in a pig's mouth vagina. Which would
1: you rather hear about? And pig. Yeah, okay, cool. So, David Cameron, a, like, a, an unofficial biography of David Cameron came out, um, and it said that when he was uh, at university, he was joining a, uh, a, a, a club, is yeah. being brought, in, brought into society like a fraternity, I suppose, in America, but you know, with like tea and tailcoats and shit. And one of the initiation rites for this club was to put his penis in the mouth of the disembodied head of a dead pig.
0: Was it a taxidermied head? No, so it was all dry I, It was
1: all dry? I believe it was fresh. That was some wet pig tongue, uh-huh. uh huh, which he which he plopped his tonker against and waggled around. Um, and I think the most the most exciting thing about this so, so like um, David Cameron has denied it uh, because he has to obviously, um, but my favourite thing about this story um, is that it doesn't seem unbelievable from the point <laughs> of view like cause, like if like many prime ministers if like so, so like Tony Blair um, he was the the his trousers flare his trousers flare like he he might have led us into an illegal war in the Middle East but he didn't like I I can I could never imagine him fucking a pig's mouth. And, like, Gordon Brown was an incredibly boring man, basically an accountant who managed to get to the role of Prime Minister, but similarly, he wouldn't penetrate dead farm animals. But David Cameron seems like such an awful, just like, like a pink balloon with a prick's face drawn on it, who's hovering around (laughs) Westminster in a suit, poshing his way and running this country into the fucking ground. It does not seem unsurprising that he would... What have what amounts to sexual congress for a pig just so people would like him who had more money than he did.
0: Now, Grant, Yeah, we're all human beings. We all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And you gotta do what you gotta do to get ahead of the world. Listen, I, I don't
1: hate him because he fucked a pig. If anything, it humanizes him. I like him a little bit more. I don't like him. I hate him. But <laughs> like there's, there's the way that he and his cronies have been trying to tear apart our national health system which, by the way, is what most countries in the world have.
0: You mean you're... Filthy socialism, where everybody gets medical treatment.
1: Yeah, you know, someone's dying, and we're like, "Hey, they don't—they don't have any money. Let's not kill them." Rather, they don't have any money. Ugh, oh, what a shame, huh? Well, you know. Grant,
0: don't you understand that health is a luxury intended only for the wealthy?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry.
0: That's how you can tell the elite from the uh, country bumpkins. They got all their
1: legs on. <laughs> we have this really nice, uh, really nice. We have this relatable guy called Jeremy Corbyn, who was, uh, who was can- kind of our Bernie Sanders.
0: So no one votes for him?
1: Well, uh, no one can for, for the time being, because it's like it's two years until our next general election, or I don't know how many years, but we've got a while, and, like, everyone's kind of scared of him, which is lovely, and he's like this, like, this fairly passionate, really left-wing, like, hella left-wing for you bicycle-riding, jumper-wearing guy who didn't bow as much as Cameron to the Queen, and all the papers were like, Oh, he didn't bow as much as Cameron to the Queen! Or, like, <laughs> like, "like, he didn't sing loudly enough. He didn't sing the National Anthem loudly enough, and it was like, This is a magic song that protects the wealthiest woman in the UK, and if you don't sing it, she'll get pecked to death by swans. It just, it, it, it shits me. And it shits you. <clears throat> so that's an Australian phrase.
0: Like a weedabix.
1: The, uh, the, the the false phrase is, It shits me to tears, which I
0: think is gorgeous. <laughs> See, Grant, <laughs> this is the kind of cultural exchange mm. that I'm trying to cultivate. Yeah. It shits me to tears. It shits me to tears, mate.
1: We don't. I... We don't have fraternities in the UK. Like, if you're if if you're middle class, you just you're like you might join a society, but you wouldn't do any sort of, you wouldn't like ride a goat into an opposing university and sell fireworks, whatever it is you do. I've seen films.
0: Now, Grant, mm-hmm. uh, let us not forget <clears throat> the colleges of Oxford. Mm-hmm are very keen to compete with each other by racing their ancient tortoises. Sorry, did you say racing their ancient tortoises? <laughs> they have very old tortoises right? that each each college keeps. Yeah, Alls is called Rosa, or was uh, in 20, 2002. What?
1: Hang on. Because <laughs> I thought you were lying, but this is a really lovely story, if it's, if
0: it's true. <laughs> they they <sighs> keep tortoises. And there's like a British manservant whose life is very sad, who... Is responsible for making sure that tortoise stays alive.
1: Just like, it's like rubbing it gently. Yeah. Don't die, my old girl. We've got to beat
0: we've got to beat Christ <laughs> College next year. He is the Mr. Filch of Oxford. Chin up me,
1: darling. It's like, like rubbing linseed oil into its legs.
0: What's linseed? I don't know.
1: It's, an, it's it's like it's an it's an oil producing seed. I think you, you could rub it. Goose grease, that's good for goose grease. That's a funnier word.
0: Goose grease?
1: Yeah, it's grease from a goose from a greasy goose. Yeah. Like you'd you'd rub it on when you when you swam cross channel, you would cover yourself in goose grease and it would keep the keep keep your heat in. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Keep the water off you.
1: Yeah, a little bit. I mean you're still submerged, so you
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fighting a losing battle. Here's some science for you, Granto. Can't wait. My uh, my Australian friend. Mm, nearly. Um my my Scots um Scot Australia. Scottish if, Rick, you, yeah, okay. if you if you could stitch Scotland onto Australia, mm-hmm. what would happen to the cultures of each nation? You know Mad Max. I
1: know him well. And you know Braveheart. Yes. It would be a continual series of fights. (laughs) No one would not be fighting at any time. Women, children, the elderly, the dead, everyone would be fighting at all times. But unfortunately, all the Scots would die because they're not immune to spider bites like native Australians are.
0: That's true. And
1: like jellyfish and all sorts of horrendous shit that just kills you. Like, you can't see most of the jellyfish that'll kill you. Really? Yeah, it's cheating.
0: Opening your eyes in the water is cheating? (laughs)
1: Yeah. No, they're so small that you just uh-huh. can't see them. And, like, you just feel this tremendous sting on your leg, and then your whole body goes into shock and you drown. Whoa. So they have, like, they have poles full of bottles of vinegar on every Australian beach, which you can sort of, like, wash on people's legs to get the, um, alkaline mess that is a jellyfish off your leg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the science. Yeah. Segment number two! Uh, how's, how's your father?
1: He's all right. Good. Segment now number three! Segment number <laughs>
0: Segment number two we call How's Your Father, uh, in which a native British person explains crazy British uh, words. Yeah, So phrases. So Grant, mm-hmm. Gr- Gr- Grant mm-hmm. phrases, phrases Christ, it's time for you to explain taking the piss. Mm-hmm.
1: What is taking the piss? So to take the piss means to um, make fun of someone. To explain to your readers, uh, it means so like if if if, if you said um, someone's hat was stupid, like you'd be taking the piss out of them. So let's say for example, um, I walk into my local boozer um, or nuclear sub, as is the uh, the Cockney rhyming slang, a uh, nuclear sub pub. Um, That's ridiculous. Yeah, it really fucking is. And um, I'd be uh, I order a pint of, of best which is a kind of a, a, a particular kind of beer um but it comes to me and uh... i believe it's called ichiban Ichiban. <laughs> I order a point of in Ichiban.
0: Yeah, Ichiban means uh,
1: number, <laughs> number one. one, yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, I, it's, it's the best. Hulk Hogan nearly endorsed it because he was the best. Was um, he the best? Well, he thought he was. This is something he said to me in an interview once.
0: <laughs> did you interview Hulk Mogan? I did, yeah, but
1: that's, that's, the, that's besides the point. <laughs> Taking the piss. Taking the piss. Taking we'll the get piss. back to Hulk Hogan in a bit because I've got a really strong anecdote. Um,
0: Taking it to the piss. <laughs>
1: like so let's say I get served a pint of best and I get served a pint of best and it has uh, six inches of head on it
0: Whoa. and I'd be
1: like you're a lucky boy I'd be like are you taking the piss <laughs> mate is what I'd say as in are you taking me for a ride mate are you like are you pulling are a you... Mickey on me mate are you are having you... a jolly are you
0: right are, are you kidding me yes that, which is yeah. what an American would say are you kidding me
1: and that's that's what it means but what it comes from it's about erections, which i know will excite you. Right, uh, yes. Mm. So, tell me how to get one. <laughs> when a man wakes up in the morning, sometimes he has something which is known as a morning wood, a dawn, okay. a dawn riser, an a.m. redwood. <laughs> um because the dawn treader, a t- <laughs> the twilight trembler. <laughs> this is because it's a it's, it's it's to do with the with the sleep cycle. And so uh when a man awakens at the end of a dream cycle, um he might have an erection. A dreamsicle. A dreamsicle,
0: which is that's one of my favorite uh, novelty ice creams. <laughs> what's it made? Out of? What's
1: it made out of? Sorry.
0: A dreamsicle is made out of multicolored sugar water. Oh, nice.
1: Okay. It's a real thing. Oh, okay. I thought I, th- I thought this was a goof.
0: Many things are a goof. But this isn't. Some things are a gander.
1: Anyway, so men get erections when they wake. <laughs> they sure up, do. What they sure do when they wake up. But however, when it's in the morning time, it was thought back in the day that this erection was a false erection because it was there to be like, hey, you need to go for a wee, which is, oh, sorry, you need to micturate, which I think I had to say this to an American. Totally what an American is saying. <laughs> um, you need to expel urine. And right. so if you if you were to take the piss out of someone, they would then be deflated because, uh, in penis terms, in penile terms, because, because their piss is gone. And so this false erection is no longer necessary. So therefore, if you took the piss out of them, It refers to deflating a false pride, huh? Which I think is a really lame etymology for the phrase. Honestly,
0: it's bizarre. (laughs) There's a lot of flaws in the logic. Yeah,
1: like really. I guess like like now we know that those aren't actually about. You need to go for a weed because at no other point in a man's life does he need to go for a weed and get an unexplainable erection unless that's what he's into. (laughs) Right. Which most of us aren't. I don't know about you. I'm not. I'm not here to judge. However, I think that I. I think that take the piss to be like uh to deflate false pride to have that hubris enacted, um out of someone. I think that would. Uh, that seems to me as an Englishman to be a fine etymology. Hmm. Mm.
0: Questionus secundus. Mm-hmm. Blimey.
1: Blimey is metal as fuck. Oh yeah. So like, cool, blimey, love a duck uh, is a pretty standard. Um, I want to sound like. By the way, I uh, love a duck is um, is something that people say. I do not know why. I don't really. Know. I love
0: a, I love a duck.
1: Just like 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 like. When you say I love a duck, do you mean like you love one particular duck in an unhealthy way, or are you just like yeah, I'll eat duck?
0: Yeah, I I think it would be more appropriate to say I love a pig's head.
1: Mm, that's true. Well, he didn't love the pig's head. He was just fucking it to get ahead in business, you know?
0: That's cold. Yeah, he was just, just That pig's head was just another stepping stone just, on his ladder to success. Just
1: screwing his way to the top. <laughs> um, Blimey is a contraction of... Um, so, like, um, it's similar to... You might have heard all-timey people saying the word Zounds.
0: Of course, um, uh, in William Shakespeare.
1: Yeah, in William Shakespeare. Um, and Zounds is a shortening of God's wounds. God's wounds. Which is really cool. Um, which is a really cool thing to say.
0: Talking about the holes in Jesus' hands and feet. Hands and feet and the holes in his head. In his hedge? In it, Did he have a bad landscaper?
1: Yeah, like he had like he had some pretty pretty dangerous turpery done right before the whole crucifixion <laughs> shit kicked off. In <laughs> yeah, his he was... head, Dottore. Head
0: Dottore.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um Are you taking the piss? Um, no, I think you are. Did you just cock a gun? I, I just I unscrewed a bottle of wine.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, this is how fancy Grant is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> It um, is it is noon here in America, and Grant is opening wine. Yeah. So, what's Blimey a contractual of? God blind me! Holy shit! Right? Is fun, that me. is fuck That is
1: meddlesome, fuck. Because it's, it's 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 like like core Blimey's God blind me. And to have it is like God blind me. What a terrible state of affairs! Or God blind me. I don't believe this for a second. The horses have escaped and trampled all the servants. <laughs> It's wonderful. <laughs> I really love core blind me. I think it's gorgeous. Sorry, sorry. I really love god blind me, not core blind me. That's just, that's a terrible thing to. So.
0: Yeah, what is core?
1: It's a uh, um mangling of the word god.
0: Oh, that is a real mangle. Yeah.
1: Well, a bit like that's... a bit like you, the way you guys say you know, like jeezy crazy.
0: We don't say jeezy crazy. I seen you. Say it.
1: Um fun fact, a little side language fact. Quebecois swearing.
0: Oh. So, but have you are you a Canadian too?
1: I well, I've read up on Quebecois. Um, because it's it's really it's really fascinating why they have a swearing. So in the past, at some point, uh, the church were trying to uh, be all churchy all over Quebecois. And as a man of science, I presume you hate the church, so you're with me on this one. When all the Quebecois were like, "Boo, we don't like you," and so the French, the the church rocked up and they were like, uh, "Well, you can't you can't do any no more swears, okay? You can't say fuck or shit or piss or even the, even the c word. You can't say that no more." That's what they were saying. And then as a rebellion. Against this, so they carry like, they they stopped saying them, but they started using just general church terms as swear words. Oh. So, like, you might have heard someone from from Quebec say "tabernacle" as a swear word, which just means tabernacle. <laughs> <laughs> then like it's like most most of you like most of your standard catholic terminology is a swear word in quebec <laughs> that's sort of ingenious it's really cool like it's Just it was, it, back. it was a proper like proper thumbed nose to the establishment it's very impressive it's they were way.
0: holding up their two fingers in a backwards peace sign yeah which i understand your type interprets as a middle finger it might be oh um,
1: yeah, yeah. To 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 throw a V. I you like. Th- th- there's an apocryphal story that that comes from archers. I'm not
0: sure. Yes, the Battle of Agincourt. <laughs> I don't know whether that's true. Allow me, Granite, <laughs> to tell you your own history. Mm, okay. The Battle of Agincourt was between the English and the Frenchmen. It's pronounced Agincourt. But carry on. Um. So uh, what happened is the French had horsemen's that were half human, half horse. Jesus. French centaurs. <laughs> yeah, french horse. <laughs> And what they did is they were going to beat the piss out of the the Brits. Mm -hmm. But the Brits unveiled their latest military technology, which was a giant oversized bow called the Welsh longbow. Powered by a massive muscular Welshman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Welsh Thor. Mm -hmm. And what they did is they used their schlongbow (laughs) to shoot through the horses. And the French, the ones that survived that were taken as prisoners, the Brits, the archers held mm. up their two fingers in a gesture of, we still have our fingers, even though you swore that if yeah. you won, you would cut off all the archer's fingers. We got these fingers, baby. Yeah.
1: I don't know whether it's true, but... um, <laughs> It's a good story. It'd be nice if it was true. And isn't that what's more important?
0: You know, I think the part that we can reliably... Uh, assume is absolutely true is the French centaurs.
1: Yes, I mean, that did happen. There's documentary tapestry evidence of
0: that. (laughs) And there's skeletal remains of both human torsos and horses.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, sure, you might argue that just because someone died near a horse, but to that I say, shut the fuck up.
0: Have you thought of going into politics in the US? (laughs) Shut the fuck up.
1: We should crack on because the ravens are swarming around <laughs> this blasted isle and I are must Are you Jon Snow? Yep, I'm Jon Snow and I must go to the supermarket to buy booze
0: because <laughs> we're out okay. of wine. <laughs> so well, you should stop opening and drinking it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Section the third, crusty jugglers. This is the third segment of mm-hmm. Ru Britannia and uh, granite, mm-hmm. it is time for you to tell us of a thing of British myth. Mm-hmm. Today's thing is the wyvern. Is what a wyvern is? A wyvern is a shit dragon. A shit dragon. A shit dragon. That sounds more terrifying than a regular dragon. Okay,
1: uh, it's a dragon. What is not good? It is a dragon with two legs, like where a human has legs, but no arms. And we used to have these in England because you know we have history what? over here. Yeah, we used to have giant, you know, gi- giant wyverns, and they would flap around, and they were real dicks. Um, <laughs> they would just like they like they um they would tear apart um human beings and um creatures. And really be awful about it. And they had, like, really strong armor, um, with their scales. And they were just awful. Um, and so people would kill them. And it's now, I will tell you the tale of the Gwyber, or Wyvern, of, and I'm gonna mangle this Welsh pronunciation, Coy de de Nope. <clears throat> <laughs> now, if you're lucky, you can do this in a terrible Welsh accent.
0: Are we lucky if that happens? Oh, I'm
1: not entirely sure, boy. No, I'll, I'll I'll do it. I'll do it in a deep in, in a deep English accent. Now, um, the only um, story I could find of the wyvern, which wasn't in the original Welsh, was on the back of a um, WA and AC churchman's uh, tobacco packet, which they used to give out little tobacco cards with uh, pictures and stories on. So, for now, for your, for your listeners, I will, do, I will issue a dramatic reading of the story of the wyvern of Coedduoch.
0: We are rapt. <coughs> we are erect. Great. We are... (laughs) I can't... That's fantastic. Great. We are juiced off and ready to go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The curse of the Wyvern lay like a pestilence upon the people of (laughs) Kordemoch. The monster, hunted human being and beast alike, destroyed every living creature which it caught. Neither strength nor cunning availed against it, until there came one merited, a youth renowned for his prowess. In a coat of steel, and armed with an axe that men said had fallen from heaven, he set forth on his quest... He found the Wyvern asleep behind a hedge of white hawthorn drugged by the sweet scent. Mededid gripped his axe and struck as he had never struck before, and the woman's head rolled at his feet. Now that is not a very exciting myth. No, it certainly isn't. The moral Especially... of the story is, wait until your enemies get drugged up on bushes and then cut <laughs> off their heads.
0: Yeah. Oh, why did they mention his coat of fucking steel? The Wiven's asleep the whole time. They also said that neither strength nor cunning were right? able to defeat this beast. And he uses strength and cunning.
1: <laughs> he waits till it falls asleep and then just cuts off its head. It's not like he drowns it. it some high it's not like
0: he before. got it to overdose on the sweet flower.
1: No, right? No, it's the Wiven happens to fall asleep and he's like, oh, blame me, this Wiven's asleep. I'm going to cut its head off. Cool. Yeah. Cool, blame me. Yeah. So, like, Wiven's. <laughs>
0: You say they're shitty dragons. You think dragons are better.
1: Oh, dragons are way better, yeah. So, like, I, like if a dragon is a wolf, a woman is a dog. Whoa. Yeah.
0: All right. Come in that.
1: Not like a pug, but, like...
0: Did you tell me to come in that? What? I'm pretty sure you commanded me to ejaculate into something, and I am not going to.
1: <laughs> Don't. I'm very
0: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're a real shit dragon. So
1: yeah, like, wyverns are awful, um, like, dragons can breathe, like, fire, and, like, lightning, and frost, and chaos, and depending how far you get down to your D&D tree lines. But wyverns can't do shit, like, they're just, um, they're kind of, like, big lizards without arms that flap around, um, they can't even speak. They get hopped up on Hawthorne, they, <laughs> like, they steal sheep. They sleep in roads and then Welshmen have to come and decapitate them. It's bullshit. They are, however, um, on coats of arms, which is what um, what English people have. Um, well, I say? Is not all English people. Some English people have them uh, to say they're you know, from a proper posh family.
0: Is that like if you're like a murderer worthy of Hannibal Lecter, like you make yourself a coat of arms? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's really lovely. It's like you're being hugged by 12 people at once. Oh, that's, that's nice. nice. Yeah, I mean they're dead, but you know. Where are we? Uh, the Borough of Leicester. The Butter of Leicester. The um, butter of Leicester. Trigon? Trigon. Trigon. One again. of my favourite space western animes. <laughs> the Butter of Leicester.
1: The Butter of Leicester.
0: The butter of Leicester.
1: I like the way that you're just sort of like running headlong into Scotland and then rebounding off down I don't know. <laughs> France. I don't know what you're doing.
0: The butter of Leicester. Is that your
1: South African accent? Yes. Oh, yes, mate. It's the, uh, it's the butter of Lister. South African. South Africa. Yes, white bread, brown bread, butter of Lister.
0: <gasps> what is happening?
1: Anyway, I believe I've answered your
0: questions about Wyverns. <laughs> wyverns? I call them Wyverns.
1: <laughs> oh, well, okay. That's fine.
0: The- and they're shit dragons.
1: Yeah, they're just, they're just rubbish dragons that no one wants to be friends with. Hey,
0: Granto. Hey, Detordo. You, <laughs> Detordo. Detordo. <laughs> That uh, Doctor Who spinoff is from Wales, right? Oh, what Torchwood. Torchwood, thank I, you. I don't watch it, I haven't watched No it. one's watched it. No. Nobody likes it. No,
1: I, I quite like Captain Jack. Yeah. I admire a man who'll
0: fuck anything. <laughs> Whilst wearing <laughs> a, a lovely head. coat.
1: No, just listen, I'm not against David Cameron's sex with a pig's head. I'm just against everything else so he's So you're done. for it? This yeah. is hard-hitting,
0: incisive political yeah, journalism. Yeah, I'm for it. I
1: wish, more, I wish more politicians would have sex with pig's heads.
0: Would Sorry. you rather <clears throat> put your Dringus in a pig's head mm-hmm. secretly? Mm-hmm. Or put your Dringus between two tough pads and have that photographed. I Who mean, makes the tough pad? Panasonic. Panasonic tough Panasonic pad. Panasonic
1: make the tough pad. Can they see my Dringus or is it side on?
0: Side on. Side but th- they understand what's happening to those tough pads.
1: Listen, so I don't want to put my, <laughs> my junk in a pig's head, in a pig's mouth. But <laughs> if I was to shelter my mortal penis. Between two Panasonic tough pads, it would be yes. instantly destroyed. What? It would be like it would be like when a witch stands between two mirrors, crossed uh-huh. with, when a dog is caught between two rapidly accelerating bulldozers. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be just dust. The yeah. tough pad is too powerful. I can't fight that with my with my wang. <laughs> as majestic as it might be, I can't I can't bring enough fight to this situation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe you can assemble a team of England's stoutest hearts England's to, Wang-havers. to unite their wangs and take down the double tough pad. Have
1: you seen a wang ditore?
0: A wang <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the mythical monster, the ass
1: The ass Yeah. They, they eat babies, don't they?
0: Every monster eats babies. Yeah, but like babies...
1: the, doesn't the ass like specifically eat babies out of ladies, or am I thinking of something else? Ooh. I don't know. Okay. Uh, My Polynesian mythology is pretty slim.
0: Anyway. That's why they call you Polynesian Slim. They do. Grant, thank you so much. Thank you so much. For being our guide to the mysteries of Britannia. It was a real unalloyed joy. Unalloyed? Unalloyed. What does that mean?
1: It it wasn't combined with any other emotions. It was just joy.
0: Oh, boy. Someday, our two nations will have a -a (laughs) tête-à-tête. And maybe we will make peace with each other. (laughs) Grant, Thank you very much for being on this special supplemental episode. Is there anything you'd like to plug?
1: You know, I really would like to plug something. That's right.
0: Is it a pig's head?
1: Um, I would like to plug a game. <laughs> I am kickstarting a game. It's called Unbound. I plugged it many, uh, many moons ago, last time I was on your podcast, back when it was called Chronicle. And it's not called Chronicle anymore. It's called Unbound because of legal <laughs> things. It is a universal, group-led, storytelling, high-action, high-combat, incredibly fun world-building role-playing game which we've been playing and testing for about a year and a half now. Um, We're really happy with it. We're taking it to Kickstarter. We need quite a lot of money to make it all happen because we want to get lots of gorgeous art and make the book happen. Um, And so we need you to give us money. So if if you've enjoyed me talking bullshit about having sex with pigs and you think, hey, this guy might turn out a half-decent role-playing game, then please search Kickstarter for Unbound RPG. Give me some of your money. Um, and then I will give you a book. I would like that very much.
0: Unbound RPG Unbound on Kickstarter. RPG. So this Kickstarter is live. Live! Right now, live from the internet. <laughs> Unbound RPG. Grant is very good at what he does, which is a shame and a crime <laughs> to, to less talented people such as myself. <laughs> <laughs> so please support this talented man and his the hard work he puts into his role-playing James. You are too kind. I am too kind. Good. I expect karma bucks <laughs> from your juju. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Grant. Thanks, Tore. Bye. Thanks, Tore. Blaster Podcast is part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. If you like this show, you might like some of their other podcasts Like Hello from the Magic Tavern One day in Chicago, Arnie Niekamp fell through a magical rift behind a Burger King And found himself in a strange magical land called Foon He broadcasts a weekly podcast back to his former dimension It's a hilarious show, so check it out